0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the You know Show. We are two geeks who talk about everything. My name is Aaron, and I am joined as always by my cousin Landon. And Bella. And this Bella. is Bella. Hello,
1: Bella. Bella's with me. If you can't see us, you're hearing, but I've got Bella nuzzled and Aaron's got crypto behind.
0: Yeah, crypto's up there just being the lazy cat dog that he is. That's good. Uh I look like Godfather asleep. sitting there. Like you're <laughs> like you're gonna you know warn me about today being the day of your daughter's wedding and <laughs> i come I to you supposed- in friendship and don't even have the respect to call you godfather i
1: thought that you would say something like i suppose you want me to talk and i'd be like no mr baldwin i want you to
0: die because
1: <laughs> uh, i got my cat my dog cat here she's <laughs> all man. right
0: uh sorry that we did not have an episode last week uh landon you were camping with the fam and I was uh, I had a migraine, which sucked for me, but I'm sure it was fun for you. It was. I had a great time. Much better than you, I, I yeah, will say. Yeah, it was be, better than my migraine. To say that, uh, that so we weren't able to record last weekend, but uh, we are back and we are doing two episodes this week. Isn't that crazy? So yep. You're getting you're getting two episodes, a bonus. Um, this uh, this episode that we're doing right now, uh, it's it's a topic that. Um, how how do i say this so we're thinking about great movies yeah movies that we consider to be great but that will only sit through once yeah or something you may
1: have sat through twice but looking back you're like you know i really wish i had just watched it once right because that would have been a better way for me to handle it because it was a good movie the first round
0: Eh. that's that yeah yeah um so we have each uh brought with us a a list of these movies that uh you know we do consider to be great movies um and i'm i'm looking at this list that i put together and there are a few on here that i have seen more than once but it's like it's been in a situation where i had to watch it a second time to maybe review it for my blog or something yeah yeah um but uh other than that, it's like this is this is not a movie that I'm going to to want to watch right um, more than once. It's not. This isn't a Star Wars situation. This isn't a Marvel Cinematic right. Universe or a Superman situation where I'm gonna you know every time it's on yeah. I'm just gonna watch it. Yeah, or Back to the Future, where you're like, I could have oh, that yeah. on repeat. Oh, every, no. absolutely. I know. Actually, well, yeah, that's it, in my head. It's burned in there. I could probably just close. You my probably just eyes play and, in your head
1: when you close yeah. your eyes at night. It's
0: probably just playing,
1: isn't it? It, it is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, though, I think as I was coming up with my list, and my list is is somewhat short. You know, we're talking under ten. You know, for both of us here, um, but it's like some of them I felt kind of bad putting on the list that I didn't that I don't want to see it again. But again, just to preface, some of this is just, it was so impactful, I don't want to cheapen the experience by watching it again, you know, or something like that. So this, again, is by no means, you know, talking about movies that are bad that we wouldn't watch again at all. This is about things that really are notably good movies or appreciated by many, or at least by us individually, that we go, yeah, probably just one will do it, you know?
0: Right. This isn't like sitting through Batman and Robin and being like, that was awful. I'm never watching that again. This is more like, oh, that was incredible. But for whatever reason, maybe it was it was disturbing. Right. Uh, maybe the content was a little too uh, much to, to handle. And it's like, all right, I'm glad I watched it. But, okay, I, I don't necessarily feel the need to sit through that again. Um, yeah. So uh, you want to start with one or do you want me to go? No, you go you, you start. what all you right. got so so my list is in no particular order oh, mine either. I, yeah, I mine didn't either. I didn't like list these as like oh, these are the 10 best and here's number one. Um, no so so I just I really had just was sitting there thinking, all right what what are some movies that that I loved the first time I saw them? But I really don't want to see it again. So yeah. the first one that came to mind uh, is is fairly recent. Joker, Joaquin Phoenix, brilliant movie. I love. I, I I really do love the way that that movie was. The story was told. I love the way they handle um, mental illness throughout that movie. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix did a fantastic job in the role. Yeah
1: yeah for sure
0: um and i'm looking forward to the sequel i will go see the sequel i'm looking forward to see what lady gaga is gonna do with uh harley quinn she will be amazing i i think it's gonna be great um but uh it was a disturbing movie do you think like
1: what what
0: would you say was the most disturbing
1: about it for you um is it because you identified like not yourself, but I just mean like because you <laughs> with his craziness? No, but I mean, but like you, you're so immersed in his world that it's just it's 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 really hard on the heart.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I felt I feel that that it was so that. And having spent so much of my career uh, working with individuals with mental illness, oh, right, um, right. you know, that was, that was difficult And obviously, you know, I've, I've never dealt with a situation where I've, I've come across an Arthur Fleck kind of character in real life. You know, I've, right. I've never treated or, or worked closely with anyone who um, I would assume had his type of diagnoses Right. Um, And if so, uh, you know, obviously they are medicated and are doing okay. They're this we're not dealing with a situation where you've got a madman who is killing people indiscriminately. Right. Um, Right. know.
1: I think I could probably see it again because I'm not if I don't face the exposure that you do. And so from, a I guess, a lay person's perspective or, you know, someone who's not exposed to that as much. Um, I think I I could see it again, because it would help me to occasionally look back and, and appreciate um, just the struggles of mental illness. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: Well, like I said, I, I thought they did a great job uh, portraying him, his mental illness, his mother, and what she yeah. went through. Um, yeah. And especially for the time period that it takes place in that late seventies, early eighties. Right. You know, I mean, not, that's not to say that there isn't still something of a stigma with mental illness today, but we're getting better. Yeah. Um, You know, society today is, is moving towards um, de-stigmatizing, you know, if you, if you're bipolar or you've got depression or anxiety, you know, figure out ways to deal with it. Whereas, you know, back then, it just it wasn't something that was talked about right Uh, it was it was one of those dirty secrets we keep in the closet right um so i thought it was i i really thought it was it was handled really well surprised with todd phillips um you know directing uh you know this this is a guy that comes off of the hangover trilogy and uh and and here comes this incredible uh take on This classic villain, this character that's been around for decades in comic books and in movies, TV shows, cartoons. I mean, this is the Joker. And um, I remember when they first announced that they were making a Joker movie, I was like, why?
1: That's exactly how I was, especially because from the get go, it was said that they very much were loud and proud about saying that this is not associated to anything. Right. You know, and I think, and so, you know, I'm thinking about the tales or the different Joker storylines in the comics, what are they going to do and all this, and then when it didn't turn out that way, if it hadn't been for the good writing and, and plot and, and Joaquin Phoenix being, I think there would have been, it would have been received very rough, you know, I, I guess what I'm saying is I think anybody going into it would have been a bit skeptical. Um, and they overcame that with a great performance and story and all that. So,
0: sure, sure. Um, okay, yeah, give me one of yours.
1: We got a few. Um, all right, so one for me is uh, did you ever see the old Poseidon Adventure?
0: Oh, yeah, Gene, Gene Hackman. Hackman. Yeah,
1: so I watched that when I was a kid, and the new one's fine, but is I say, it, new it's like it's not, no, it's not fine, <laughs> except for watching kurt russell drowned that was hard because it was so like raw you know um but when um uh shelly um shelly winters
0: Winters. yeah
1: when shelly winters uh died in that scene i i was young and i saw that and it really messed me up really when gene hackman going through the um and then the the wife, the mean wife, she she dies,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then the and then Gene Hackman at the end dies. I it was just very oh I mean it hit me. I was I was young. I was probably my son's age, uh, 10, 10 or something like that when I watched. I went through a phase of watching these kind of classic movies, Earthquake, all those, and uh, oh my gosh, and I loved the movie. It was very impacting. But looking back, I'm like I, no no seeing shelly winters die and, and all that was pretty rough you know yeah
0: yeah i i remember seeing that i, I think uh, that was one of those it came on tbs like i don't know once a week something like that yeah. and uh but i remember watching that as a kid too and uh man the I, the first time i really watched it like from start to finish and you know you're pulling for gene hackman's character he's this yeah he's this uh this broken burned down preacher. preacher
1: preacher yeah and preacher.
0: and uh you know really really questioning his faith in a lot of ways i think uh, if i'm remembering it right it's been yeah. years since i've seen it and yeah. uh and then of course you know there at the end he has to sacrifice himself so that the rest of the survivors in his uh you know crew who were trying to escape this overturned ship uh like he if I remember right, he had to jump to like a, a valve, right? he had to jump to a
1: valve that was he's over trying to turn it. Yeah, to turn it so that they could get out,
0: and there was yeah. no way for him to get back to where they were no. from yeah. from where yeah. he had to
1: fall into the fire. To and die. so
0: as he's doing that, he's he's arguing with God, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: he is. He's like, "You need another sacrifice," you know. And of course, it's disrespectful, but at the sure. same time, it's just it's trauma, you know, the situation. Yeah. yeah, I mean, in a lot of that, there's there's quite a few deaths you know that happened but um and there was there were some notable uh lovable characters in it as well but i think the shelly winters thing got me because she she's kind of bigger right and so she's she's swimming in a in a you know to get through and she she was so confident about her being able to swim because she used to be a swimmer right. all her breath. and she did it she did it but then she's like i gotta catch my breath and then she's obviously had a heart attack first, yeah. you know and so and then she just dies and it's just and her husband is the same guy who was the the uh, the grandpa joe in um in charlie right, and the chocolate yeah. factory and um or it was William, so
0: heartbreaking for him
1: oh my god yeah it was so oh man, that got me so that's one that's like now I probably will watch it again because I feel like it's a good classic movie that I
0: want my, I want to traumatize my son, and, and <laughs> <don't>,
1: you know, <laughs> all
0: right, what you got? Uh, all right. So next on my list, I've got the passion of the Christ. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. now I've got a friend, I was I was talking about this list with a friend of mine the other day and and she was like in describing this movie, um, she said that you know yeah it's it's hard to watch but it's one that like she feels like it's important for us to like as christians to see and and be reminded of of what jesus went through um you know on the way to the cross and then on the cross yeah and i'm like yeah that's true but this is like the bible meets saw um it's very difficult to watch this movie um and it's i know it's supposed to be it's very visceral and uh again for and not
1: sugarcoat right yeah,
0: right right for the christian experience this is this is like extremely graphic and in depicting the the um the crucifixion and uh again, like, I, I, I get it, I get the realism, and I get the, uh, the weight of, right. of what the subject matter is, um, you know, I grew up in church, and, and, of course, uh, am a believer, but it's just, it's so hard to, to watch, I don't yeah. think I've sat through the entire film since I saw it in the theater, the, yeah, the first time, um,
1: I don't think I, I've seen it maybe two or three times. I think um, it's interesting because there's some people who will watch it on an annual basis uh, right. because they want to have that that reminder. They treat it almost like it's a Christmas pageant. Right. And one of the things when, when we went when we were in, in Virginia and I went to First Baptist Church, they always had that great, amazing production of uh, the Christmas pageant. Um, A lot of time, money hours went into this very big production, but even then it just, you know, it gets, it can be all pretty campy, you know, and when you don't really think about what it really means. Um, And so I think most people have, that have seen it would say they're glad they saw it at least once. Um, But there are other people who also have a perspective that I know that, where they're like, I don't really want to see any film or pageant or anything because they feel like that would in any way diminish, you know, from the the reality. Um, I kind of land on the, you know, I can see it periodically as kind of a a way to remind myself of mm-hmm. of the reality of it. Um, but I had my, my kids asked, uh, you know, 10 and 14 asked when they're going to be able to watch it my wife and I were just like, yeah, let's, we're, we're going to, let me think about that for a little bit because, you know, it's gotta be at a, it's gotta be at the right, at a right time for somebody to see that kind of thing. Sure.
0: Sure. Yeah. Um, I definitely fall into the camp of, I'm glad I saw it. Uh, and, and, and the effect that it had on me, I think was the desired effect that, uh, the Mel Gibson directed that one. Right. Yeah. Um, know I I think that it had the desired effect that the creators behind the movie you know wanted wanted it to have. Um but that's it's just uh you know I just I just don't see myself voluntarily um you know searching for it on streaming service somewhere and being like I think uh it's Saturday night I'll just watch Passion of the Christ. Yeah, yeah yeah
1: not not so much. Yeah. All right, so, um, so another one for me would be uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Ooh. Now, the reason why I have that uh, as a one time, no more time is because I did see it again. And, um, and I, when it came out, it was such a big deal. It was such a big deal to see uh, Gary Oldman doing that. And uh, I mean, it was, oh, it was such a big deal. And so I remember at Halloween, there were just, everything was about Dracula, you know, and, and Bram Stoker's Dracula. Anthony Hopkins is in it. Yeah. Keanu Reeves, eh, you know I mean? But when I watched it again later, I was like, oh, it's really, other than Gary Oldman and, and Anthony Hopkins, it's really pretty bad. <laughs> it's, you know, it's just not that good of a movie, you <laughs> know, my opinion. But, the, but because of what it was, when it was, when I saw it, what a big deal it was to see it, that was amazing back then. And so I wish I could have just kept that in that little box uh-huh. right there forever, you know? So
0: I, uh, I actually didn't see that until adulthood. Um, oh, really? No, yeah, yeah. I So it came out, what, 92, 93? Yeah. Somewhere around there? Um, no. I, so several years ago, this may have been while I was living in North Carolina um back in the late 2000s early 2010 somewhere around there uh i read dracula that the oh, actual yeah. Yeah. Like, the novel. actual book yeah um which was interesting i wasn't expecting it to be
1: like in journal form
0: yeah an epistolary epistolar, yeah. or how whatever that word is i know it, like letters and journal entries um right right it wasn't it wasn't a narrative um right So it was very fascinating to read it through that way. Um, because I mean, of course, classic story. I I already knew the story. Sure. Um, because I mean, the story of Dracula is timeless and has been told and retold right how many times? Um, so, but after I read the book, I was like, I never saw Bram Stoker's Dracula with Gary Oldman, Francis Ford Coppola directed. I mean, this is this has got to be a great movie, right? and uh Gary Oldman was great you gotta admit it was oh I and I I I really enjoyed it I I oh you liked the movie oh yeah 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 even Keanu Reeves um and (laughs) most of that most that's because like I I really appreciate Keanu Reeves as a person oh sure um and and I think he gets a bad rap as an actor which I don't think is necessarily fair all the time um but like interviews that I had read from other people on that movie set um talk about Keanu Reeves um being one of the most professional people on that set yeah and uh you know really giving it his all uh yeah. to to this role he was playing so um i don't know i yeah i i liked it i i don't think i've watched it again since then it's it's a disturbing movie too um yeah. but uh but i thought it was i thought it was really good really well done and well, I, uh, it would have been interesting to see more of those. I mean, I, I guess they couldn't really take all of the Universal monsters and and put them in the same kind of they serious tra- tone. But they know they tried with Frankenstein. To,
1: well, and they did them They are trying to do the Dark Universal with the Mummy. With the, well, no, no,
0: no. no. With, I'm, I'm talking about back then when they oh, did Bram Stoker. Yeah, like yeah. I I don't think this was I mean, this wasn't meant to be a a Universal.
1: No, no, I don't think so either.
0: But like it would have been interesting to see uh I know they tried to do it with Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Right, where right. they had I think De Niro played De Niro. the monster. Um yeah. but it was not well received. I don't think I I don't think i ever actually saw that one either. I think the hard
1: part too is that if you read Frankenstein Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. I've read all this, the, just like you have the the classes there. Uh, have you read Fr- Mary, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein? I have
0: not read Frankenstein or it's, the Modern it's a, Prometheus.
1: <laughs> it is great. It is a great, great, great book. Yeah, and I've heard
0: I've heard a lot of good things about
1: it. The way and, and what's what's really amazing about the book is the monster is really it's it's a philosophical book. You know, really, and part of it's told a, from the monster's perspective, isn't it? Really, it is. And as he does things, and as he retaliates and and has this expectation of 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 uh, what Dr. Frankenstein will need to do to make it right, um, all of it's very dramatic. So when you take that compared to the classic old Frankenstein, it's night and day. It's yeah. not even not even close to the same and the Robert De Niro was true to it. The problem is the public didn't really know much enough to appreciate it. So, you know, that's just kind of how it is. Yeah. All right, what you got? What's your next one?
0: Next, I've got 12 Years a Slave. Um, I have not seen it. Oh my gosh. Uh, It is... I'm told I
1: need to, but I've got to be in a mood. Um, It
0: is so good. It is so good. And it is so... (sighs) Um, I'm gonna say this from the perspective of, you know, a white dude in the 21st century who obviously comes from a place of white privilege and and not growing up with an understanding of what, yeah I mean yes, obviously historically knowing that slavery was a part of US history, but not really grasping, what that meant um to
1: so you're saying it was sobering it was like a sobering... oh my
0: gosh yes um and it has a stacked cast um and I just I have such I don't know how how like so I know Benedict Cumberbatch is in it uh, Michael Fassbender is in it they both play slave owners and I cannot comprehend how especially fastbender play his, his role is so despicable. Oh really? I mean, it's, it's, uh, it it reaches Leonardo DiCaprio and Django Unchained levels of hatred and prejudice. It is, it is, oh my gosh. And it is, uh Lupita Nyong'o absolutely deserved her academy award i can't remember if um Chiwetel uh Ejiofor won i know he was nominated for his role as the as the main character um of course based on based on actual events um oh it's
1: based on actual events
0: yeah yeah so
1: hmm. i oh really man. need to see it it's it's been on my list for a long time but i i just haven't uh just like that all quite on the western front is on my list too
0: i can't remember uh his name solomon something i can't no no not solomon grundy uh or maybe solomon was his last name i can't remember uh but he's he's a is he a doctor he's an educated man living in the north and uh he is grabbed by uh a couple of con artists who drug him and beat him and sell him back to the south
1: oh no
0: and he's treated as if he had been a runaway slave who ran away to the north and was returned to slavery but he was born i'm pretty sure he had been a free man his entire life he did not he did not escape slavery um if i'm remembering right but like i said this is this is a movie i'm only going to watch once so my memory is 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 hazy on the exact story but but it's based so he spends 12 years uh as a slave in the south and he goes from from one slave owner to another and um and eventually he is able to get back to his family uh in the north and um Sorry. he he wrote a book about his experiences and this so so this worked. is based on the mm-hmm. book that he wrote um and uh what's what's crazy is if i'm remembering right um no one really knows what happened to him after the book after he no really the book yeah his you know no one knows um like it's it's kind of lost to history what happened to him uh in his later days and and there's there is some speculation that he may have in fact been recaptured and taken back to the south
1: oh i hope not you'd like to hope that he's just like you know what people are going to come after me i'm going to like disappear
0: let's go to canada for a little while
1: canada canadians are always nice all right um let's see next uh so we'll just kind of go on that thread there so um schindler's list was is one for me That's on my
0: list too, man.
1: Oh, is it? Yeah. And gosh, I'm so glad I saw it. I'm so glad that the schools showed it, uh, when we were growing up. Um, I just, um, really, uh, I, I needed to see it. I really, I needed to see that movie to, to understand and appreciate. Um, and I've got to have my, my kids see it. I, I, so I'm going to have to see it again. I just don't really want to, I, but, um, you know, when you think about what how a human being can be reduced to something, and one person or faction or group can think that they are superior. and um i just in the way, oh, it's just the show's the evil of man. um i'm I'm assuming, and you know, twelve years a slave, similarly um to that, but I'm just, oh gosh, it's just super heavy super glad it was in black and white glad yeah, that was a really great
0: choice on spielberg's part
1: yeah it makes it so that it is not um it's not a film to me you know it's a documentary to me it's 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 an education to me it's more than just a, a a movie you know and you know so
0: that is one i've seen more than once um i wound up watching it again so of course I watched it as a teenager. Um, I don't think I watched it in the theater. I don't think I saw it in the theater, but uh, I remember NBC showed it in its entirety without commercials um, as like a special presentation. Like it was uncut, unedited, uncensored. Um, and and they, showed, was, yeah,
1: they warned about that. Yeah. I remember that.
0: Um, and so, uh, so I got to see it when it came on TV that, that time. And course it blew me away mm-hmm. um and then i watched it again um just a few years ago when i was going through uh the afi list yeah top 100 of all time it, and um
1: it's pretty high up there, isn't it not
0: uh, i can't remember what number it is I, i'll be honest it's I, pretty high up there. i'm not I sure i looked at
1: the afi recently
0: it is um i'll tell you what you get to that part there at the end where um it's, it's like Oscar Schindler is like, he's surrounded by all of the people who, who have worked for him. And, and really they're all the people that he was able to save. And, but he's still breaking down because he's like, this pin could have saved more people. It could have been more money to save more people. And it it doesn't matter like how much he did to save these people that, that have their lives because of him he's he is breaking down because he feels like there's more he could have done and yeah. uh oh my gosh that just every time even if I just see that clip of the movie right I break down it's just like yeah.
1: man we're talking Liam Neeson right we're talking Ray uh-huh. Fiennes
0: right yeah yeah he anybody was, else who was notable uh Ben Kingsley
1: Ben Kingsley right 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 yeah, that's uh that's definitely one. What else you got?
0: Um so I'm going to do two here with this one uh Hereditary mm-hmm. and Midsommar. <laughs> uh these two uh high end horror movies. Uh Hereditary in particular. Like Midsommar <laughs> la la
1: la la la. la. Uh, have you uh, seen
0: either of these? i've seen both of them yes.
1: okay. um I, I will say between the two midsummer was was disturbing but less disturbing because yeah. in the end i was like you know what he kind of deserves it <laughs> you know right right the end of hereditary i'm like nope nope Mm-mm. can't get that on my head oh oh yeah get out of my head
0: that's like it's like seeing the last scene of um, Blair Witch Project when when they're down in the basement and, and, in the and Mike's just standing in the corner, not looking. It's like, oh crap, that's gonna be in my head all night. I'm not gonna be able to sleep. <laughs> oh man, yeah. the mm. what the image that gets me with Hereditary isn't so much the kid with the broken neck in no, the treehouse. It's, it's, it's the mom. It's the mom floating yep. in the
1: attic. Yep.
0: Cutting yep. her own head off.
1: Yep, that's the one.
0: With piano wire.
1: That's the one. That's that's rough. Uh, the other scene that gets me too is uh, from Hereditary was when... Um, uh, we probably should have done like a little disclaimer here, you know, before this video. You no, know, if well, you're in whatever. it now and you're young, I'm sorry. We probably should have said something. There's a reason why we aren't watching these movies. All yeah, right. Uh, but and this is something that i did not i've not i didn't mention the last time we talked about hereditary because again it messed me up but when the daughter um has her head taken off with because she has her head out the window she can't breathe the way that her brother reacts in that situation and and him driving back and that whole that whole thing was rough and i think i told you this the last time we talked about hereditary it's the middle of the day i'm in my office which is an open office and i i tell my my computer's kind of so people can't see my screen but i've got my headphones on and i'm watching it's middle of the day and i am just messed up i was messed up oh still messed up oh never again Never again. I didn't include it on my list <laughs> because I don't know that I could categorize it for myself as one that I'm glad I watched it. I actually,
0: no, I, I really wish this isn't necessarily. I'm glad I watched it. I oh, do okay. think it's a great movie. I think it was really okay. well done. Yeah, as horror like as as this new wave of 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 highbrow horror movies go, this is a great movie. <laughs> yeah, it it. it accomplished the task i'm not um, glad i watched it <laughs> i mean no. I, I, i'm glad i experienced it because as you know as somebody i consider myself a movie buff i love movies i enjoy you know the art of of movies and film and storytelling but that, this is like
1: the human centipede kind of a thing though you know
0: it's like now see that's that? one i haven't gone to yet and i don't mm-hmm. think i ever will um just because i've i've seen the imagery that goes with human centipede and the fact that there are what three of those movies um no no thanks i'm okay like i haven't seen hostile either and i'm not gonna go there
1: oh hostile yeah i saw that i saw hostile was you know those movies were just so it's like they were trying to be extra raw right um okay so let's go to a lighter tone um the note the notebook the Notebook was um, a movie that I um, I really enjoyed and um, I watched it with um, my wife and I and, and two friends watched it and um, I cried like a baby. I cried like a baby, like, like, <laughs> you know, that kind of crying.
0: Like ugly like cried.
1: Ugly cried. Ugly cried. Yeah. And I think I really enjoyed the movie and I appreciated the movie. I watched it when I was younger in my marriage. And so it, it was good. It was good for me to watch that for as a, as a young, younger married person. Um, that being said, I don't want to watch it again. Cause I, I, I won't have that same feeling, you know, I, I won't, I mean, it'll still be moving. It'll still be good to see it, but.
0: But the emotion yeah, won't be as raw.
1: Yeah. It won't be as raw. And I, I, when I get something like that, sometimes it's like, sometimes we'll go and, and have an experience and I don't want to bring out the camera and I don't want to bring out the video and, and take videos of things because I, it won't ever be what it was in that moment, you know, and I want to have it sustain my memory, right? So, similarly, it's just kind of like with this, I just want to, you know, just let it be there until I forget it, which would be appropriate to the movie. So, you know.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, the notebook, like I gotta say, it didn't really do it for me, man. <laughs> I, I know I don't have a cultured
1: soul. swine.
0: <laughs> Although I I wept like a baby uh with um a walk to remember.
1: I thought you were gonna say land before time.
0: No, no, walk to remember got me. Um and it wasn't it wasn't when uh when Mandy Moore died. It was when uh what? Okay. Oh sorry, spoilers. Um no, it wasn't then, it was um it was when Landon is the name of the main character, the, the dude. He goes and uh, goes to his estranged father who has paid for hospice care for Jamie. And he goes and to thank him. And all he can do is break down and fall into his dad's arms and hug. And he weeps on his shoulder. And I'm, I'm done. Anytime, like, I, I, anytime there's a movie or even a t or a TV show where there's a father-son right. uh, storyline that is that touching, I'm, I'm going to lose it every time. I cry at the end of Field of Dreams every single time right. because then it's, you, know, you realize, hey, this movie isn't about baseball at all. It's yeah. about Kevin Costner reconnecting with his dad right. and finally getting a chance to reconnect after they had such a bad relationship in life. Right. Oh, and I'll, I'll lose it. I'll lose it every time. And I, it, I'm sure psychologically, let's look back and I mean, it's because I don't have my own dad here with me anymore. And so, so I, I, I use those movies as like.
1: <laughs> but that is what, that is what movies can do to us. Right. I mean, that's some of these things can be very provocative to your feelings, therapeutic, but you know, I mean, yeah, I can see it. How it can be a, a tool of grief. Absolutely. Um, okay, so you're up, right? Uh Because I did, yeah, what you got? Uh,
0: okay, this one, this one is a tearjerker as well. Uh, and you talk about ugly crying, um, at the notebook. Have you ever seen Hachi, a dog's tail? No, oh, son, Richard Gere, Joan Allen, and the most adorable dog you could think of, and it's based on actual events. Hachi Hachi H a C H I a dog's tail. I'm not going to give it away because I think you need to suffer through it at least once. In fact, audience, if you're listening to this, watching this on YouTube, you need to suffer through this movie at least once because
1: Everybody needs to see the
0: Hachi. I mean, I, th- I think a good rule of thumb is that any movie that has a dog's name in the title, you're going to wind up crying. I mean, you think Old Yeller, Marley and Me. Turner and Hooch. Turner and Hooch. Every single time, you're going to wind up crying because you connect to these dogs more than you yeah. connect to other human beings. Uh, yeah. Well, and, uh, and, and this, I tell you what, <laughs> you, you don't cry because something happens to Hachi. I'll tell you that oh it is it rips your heart out shoves it in a blender and then tries to put the broken pieces back inside
1: back to the what well, the effect of watching midsummer and hereditary <laughs> on a person.
0: that was a little more um literal with those movies though. yeah with yeah um, um
1: all right uh let's talk about another one um so I think uh, I'd probably throw in there and this will probably be different for a lot of people. Some people will be surprised at this one because I know a lot of people watch it over and over again. But Saving Private Ryan.
0: Oh,
1: um, and it's a great movie. I'm, I'm really glad I watched it. I really enjoyed it. Um, the reason why I have trouble watching it is because there's a scene in the movie that really bothers me, that, that bothered me a lot. And um, and I guess I don't want to see that scene again. Um, and it's it's not it's not when the sniper you know gets blown you know blown out it's not you know which is very most people you know get really affected by it's it's um when um the reporter guy stands by and the other Doesn't guy
0: he's too scared to he's move too
1: scared to do anything and the other guy slow kills him with the dagger because there's a yeah. struggle and the dagger goes and he's he's like Shh, and, he, and he it just oh it arrests me yeah. it just oh it mm.
0: yeah Oof. yeah that is uh i i think i remember when it came out you you had a lot of like world war ii veterans uh talking about it as and saying that it was the most accurate depiction depiction right of what the war was um so, uh, oh, my gosh, yeah, it's such such a great movie. I mean, he, it's
1: a great movie. Um, so, so great. And then just, of course, all of this and all of the loss and the one guy, but it wasn't just also after the one guy, you know, Saving Private Ryan wasn't just about Saving Private Ryan. It was also about winning. It was about going and doing the right thing. It was about, you know, more than just trying to save some kid that they got orders for.
0: You know? yeah and and started a long tradition of hollywood making movies about saving matt damon uh from difficult <laughs> situations <laughs> i mean seriously he got you got saving private ryan you got interstellar the martian i mean what else has he done the get <laughs> getting lost out there and, and having to be retrieved
1: well until he started saving himself <laughs> you
0: know? well yeah i guess you got the born movies for that will <laughs> hunting he
1: talks his way out of it you know all right what you got
0: uh, next, uh, I've got seven on my list. Uh, seven you know, more set. No, 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 the oh, movie okay. seven. Oh, seven. Oh, gotcha. Seven. Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, Kevin I, can see
1: that. I, i you know what? I, I think I'll agree with that. I, it didn't come to mind, but I don't think I want to see that again. But I'm glad I saw it.
0: Yeah, really good movie. Really well done. Uh, David Lynch, right? Uh, directed it. Oh, was it? Um, that end the ending i think yeah oh my gosh <laughs> what's in the box what's in the box oh you know oh man um yeah that was uh, a very difficult movie to get through um but very well done uh and man the just the the insane brilliance of john doe uh and and his his whole thing. I mean it was You just...
1: couldn't have Saw without having seven. Oh gosh, no. Cause because that that pioneered such an elaborate thought process.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. You
1: know. I mean, obviously, probably real silly serial killers pioneered, unfortunately. Um, but um, but man, I and then Kevin Spacey, you know, just that oh and that scene coming in oh man you're right gluttony mm. yeah yeah a lot um okay so <laughs> uh, um i guess one for me another one for me would be um chinatown
0: oh i don't think love about chinatown. that one but yeah
1: loved it loved it the first time i saw it don't want to see it again
0: Mm-mm. yeah yeah don't need that that one uh yeah a little uh little switchblade up the nose that one is uh i tell you what it's got that's, that's got some some twists to it yeah it was good that, though uh I, I remember the first time i saw well first the only time i've seen it uh the only time i saw it i you know a lot of that did not see that coming no. um but uh what a great ending though Come on, Jay. Faye
1: Dunaway, it's Roman Chinatown. Polanski,
0: Jack Nicholson. Isn't
1: that right? Wouldn't it Faye Dunaway, right? Yeah, yeah. Ro- Roman Polanski, before he skipped down, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Peace out, Roman. Yeah. You weirdo. What um, you got? <laughs> okay, another Kevin Spacey. The Usual Suspects.
1: Oh, I could see that over and over and over again. Why don't you- Really? Um- I love once it. you see it, you can't unsee it.
0: Yes, that's exactly oh, why. That, oh, so the usual suspect is, so is it's in my personal top 100 movies of all time. Oh, yeah. I love it. I think it's a great movie. But once you know the twist that comes yeah. at the end, it's like what it's, I know. It's so I, I you know I have seen it multiple times, and I I enjoyed seeing it the second and maybe third time I watched it. Just because I was able to go in and and see how, apart all yeah. of the things that yeah. you, you know once once you get that reveal, I'm not sure if we want to spoil that here. Because no, let's not let's not
1: spoil it. No, um, it, once once you get that reveal
0: at the end, it's like you, you want to go back and see like is it is it obvious what what will you find out at the end is that obvious throughout no the movie? it was just
1: genius genius writing and directing it um really is i think i think another one that's like that would be like six cents right you know because yeah. you, in the same way um if you were one of those as i was who was very surprised um when when we found out which we won't spoil that um i i had to go back and see it again but you're right once you pass through that door you can't go back no you know? yeah yeah um, and uh, I, the crescendo builds up to it, you know, so.
0: I'm envious of people, you know, there there are tons of, of YouTube channels with people who react to movies like they're seeing these movies for the very first time. Yeah. And I'm envious of anybody who goes back and, and is watching, you know, one of these type movies with, you know, this insane yeah. twist at the end. And I'm like, you know, they're, they're going into it blind. They have no idea have what's no happening. Idea. And you just and want to I'm watch like, the whole time man you know what it must be like to be the first
1: time to see this again do you have any of those that you've seen that you recommend like good reaction videos of certain movies and stuff like i've always wanted to watch those videos but i've never taken the time to actually go look up and see any reaction videos for
0: first timers to anything oh gosh yeah i actually follow several uh or I'm subscribed to several channels of of people who would you recommend some
1: like like um just if you think about it, you don't do it on this podcast, but but at some point recommend because I would be interested in looking.
0: Yeah, looking yeah, absolutely. Those. Absolutely. Um
1: um okay, so let's go now to my turn, right? Yeah. Um apocalypse now. Mm. So glad I saw it, Marlon Brando. Wow. Martin Sheen. Wow. You Just
0: know, I don't like Brando <laughs> raw. I've I've never liked Marlon Brando. I'll be honest. Do you feel like he's overrated? I do. I don't, I'm i not going to say he's a bad actor. I think he's a great actor, um, but I think he, I think he's one of those people who believed his press a little too much. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that he was incredibly conceited. I oh, I've, it was yeah, I've heard that. Um, you know, everything I've heard about him is that he was difficult to work with. Yeah. And I think it was because of his ego. Right. Um, I do know on the set of Superman, uh, when he played Jor-El, he refused to learn his lines. So they had to uh, put his speech, the monologue he gives when they're putting baby Kal-El in the space, capsule or whatever his lines are written on the baby's diaper he's looking down at the baby reading his speech he did not memorize his lines um i think that's lazy and so why are we considering this guy the greatest actor of his generation uh when he refused to do the simplest thing an actor is supposed to do
1: that's fair that's fair that's Um, fair
0: but apocalypse now great movie really is um but uh have you seen Heart of Darkness or Hearts I of don't Darkness? I think the, I've seen that. The it's the to. documentary uh yeah. that's like the behind the scenes yeah. of the making of Apocalypse now. Yeah. So good.
1: Okay, I need to see that then. But yeah, I've got three things I need to see now from you. You're welcome. <laughs> well, I don't know if heart if hot Hachi's gonna like put my heart in a blender. I don't know that I might I'm not gonna thank you yet, you know. So all right. So um what else you got?
0: i've got one more okay and it is the exorcist (laughs) i could watch the exorcist again oh oh, oh. i mean it's pretty it's pretty uh it's something else it is something else let me tell you (laughs) great movie like it's so it's so well done um and uh you know it's so funny like I feel like when I, the first time I've, I've seen it twice, I've right. actually seen it twice. The first time I watched it, I think it was just um, maybe a rebellious thing because yeah. I don't think I was allowed to watch it when I watched it. That's and, we're the same. And that's, so that's, I, that's I, did. How I
1: watched it when I was like a, a teenager.
0: Yeah. And so it was like, uh, I'm just watching this because I'm, I know it's bad and I'm not supposed to. And like it scarred me. Like I was scarred after it was over. But then I watched it again as an adult, and I'm I'm watching it. I'm I'm seeing this this the story of um, oh, what's the younger priest's name? All right. Um, I know the older one is Father Merrick. Right, right, right. Um, but but watching the story of the younger priest and you know him him dealing with his crisis of faith and. And hit you know the the grief of lose, losing his mother, and then battling this demon who has taken over this small child is just like oh
1: my gosh!
0: And then of course the
1: choice in the end, you know I mean just
0: sacrificing himself you know, to, to save himself. the girl yeah yeah ah oh, it's it's very moving, It's so good.
1: But I, I hear you why you or many people and I think they're doing a remake I, I
0: it, they are it's one of those and of things. Of course where I'll see. I'm it.
1: like I mean yeah and I'll see it too. I'm not um. I'm I'm I don't know. I the the first one I really just want them to do the same movie over, you know, and not change anything. Right? Update the technology, uh but don't uh don't change it, you know. Um all right, so my last one is Pulp Fiction. So, Ooh, I know really? there's a lot of people who like to watch that over and over again, but for me, um it kind of had a the vibe of that movie, you know, the and this is probably true for many tarantino films for me i even kill bill i i just i really one time i i get in the mood i, I, I got the music the feel you know the different storylines the the snarky intelligent comments you know and then i'm good you know uh reservoir dogs same thing one time yeah just, just, I, would put, I would put reservoir I dogs it. in
0: that that category yeah pulp thinks it i'm a little better with um because there are some funny lines in it. i mean yeah yeah uh gosh and uh, that like I remember I, I don't think I saw Pulp Fiction until years after it came out um because I all the fanfare
1: like, and fandom excitement about it
0: well I didn't really get into Tarantino until probably after Kill Bill came out um and then I was like Kill Bill's really good I think I'll go back and and see some of his earlier stuff I didn't really care for Reservoir Dogs but but Pulp Fiction I thought was good. I've, I've never seen Jackie Brown.
1: I have, but I watched it when I was blitzing through movies doing those corners. Um, so <laughs> you remember, because I was a Blockbuster Gold member. That's right. I was, That's right. So listener, I, I had this job with my parents' company where I would fold cardboard corners that would go on the ends of frames. And I did a thousand an hour and I would do like 12 bundles of these things trying to make money, you know, and so I'm just watching movies. So I rent movies at Blockbuster. And if you rented like over 200 movies from Blockbuster, they sent you a card, you became a gold member with all these like perks and things back in the day. And so I had a whole bunch of these kind of movies like this one where I just kind of like watched it. and, and, And I don't remember it being that notable, like it mattered, but I'd say Reservoir Dogs, when I watched that on a plane, recently within the last year first time i was like oh, this is really good i i i really enjoyed watching it and how it played out
0: doesn't probably everybody s- die um
1: yeah 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 yeah, yeah. spoiler yeah i don't think that's a big spoiler the the one that i really like of his though um is probably the once upon a time
0: in um, once upon a time in hollywood
1: hollywood yeah, yeah. So far, that's my favorite one.
0: That was that was really good. I I was really impressed with that one. Um, I don't know how we've gone we've gone towards that. So yeah, suddenly Tarantino turned into a Tarantino tribute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, anyway. uh, so yeah, that, those are our lists of great movies we're only going to see once, or maybe you know the occasional twice. Um, but uh, hey, out there, join us in the conversation. Let us know in the comments what movies do you find to be great movies but you'll only sit through them once once is enough yeah uh let us know we we'd love to add more movies to our own lists uh maybe there's something we've missed that we haven't seen that uh i mean i look at the movies i've seen i I, i'm not sure that's possible i think i've seen everything already um but um you know maybe there's something i missed uh it's it's possible Lots of so there's to a few DVD that we things. said, yeah, we said, <laughs> we said a few things together that we refreshed each other's
1: memories on. So I'd be interested, but yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we appreciate your, uh, your, uh, time spent with us and, uh, we'd love for you to like, subscribe and share. Uh, we're always looking towards what i trying to get to our hundred followers. I think we'd like to have. So
0: yeah, we'd love to love to have your attention. I'd like twenty. Interest. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh yeah. And be sure to stay tuned. Uh this week we are going to have a second, a bonus episode for you this week to make up for what we missed last week. It's Uh, on, Aaron. Coming up next, uh Landon is going to challenge me with trivia. You know, the last couple of times we've done trivia, it's been me asking the questions. Now it's now the turntables have turned. The turntables have turned. Oh, it's on. (laughs) you're
1: not on your a game i've got you now
0: you're right we're recording (laughs) late at night and my a game might have already gone to bed yes all right guys uh thanks for listening thanks for watching uh and have a great whatever it is wherever you are